1: Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm Alex and on this week's podcast I'm joined by Daniel Krupa. Hello. Chris Tilley.
0: Hello pod people.
1: And a new addition for this week is Steve Butts.
0: Hello everyone. Who are you? Well, you just told everybody I'm yeah, Steve Butts.
1: But, but like, why are you just a random off the street? Why, why are you here? What no, is I'm, Steve Butts? I'm a very
0: purposeful <laughs> off the street. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm editor-in-chief of uh, IGN US. Uh, so I handle games content over there. And I'm over here for the big international hoo-ha that we're doing. Uh, which we've had over the last couple of days. It's been very fun.
1: Can you explain to our listeners what a big international hoo-ha is? <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds a lot more grand and exciting than it probably really is, right?
0: Uh, yeah, it's really a bunch of uh, presentations and meetings where people have to sit and pretend to listen to what you and I have to say over That's the course crazy. of a few yeah. hours. People from all over the globe though, yeah. yes, we're ignoring you. Yeah, so <laughs> a, a lot of people may not realize, Yeah, as it's, it's opposed well, to just the Twitter. people that we know, yeah. ignoring us. <laughs> Uh, IGN has a lot of uh, local franchisees around the uh, the world, so we have offices in like the Starbucks. Middle East and yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah it's a lot like Starbucks <laughs> except for video game reviews. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're in the Middle East, we're in Benelux, we're in <laughs> Southeast Asia, yeah, exactly, and
1: Americans geography. Come on, let's do <laughs> Please, this. Please, <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> South uh, Africa, yep. South Africa. We Russia. have
0: we yep. have Russia, we have Germany, we have Italy, we have Spain. We have several others. So you can look at, like, just yeah. look at the globe Nordics. and there's some of them on there. Nordic the yeah. The IGN
1: Australia. Now. Yeah. Australia. No, Austra- but, Australia, but Australia doesn't <laughs> count because they're,
0: <laughs> they're part of the owned and operated. Okay. And also, they Adrian. didn't bother to turn up. Well, one of them showed up. Who? Hey. He doesn't work for the Australian office. Oh, well, never mind. Nobody from the Australian the IGN office There's an Australian podcast. guy. What's wrong with them then? Where weren't they Is here? Yeah. Yeah. I think no he works in my the chair. Far East.
1: Okay, nobody from IGNAU is here.
0: <laughs> anyway, it's just, we're, I think we're getting, <laughs> we're getting off bogged down. Here. We're getting bogged down. <laughs> yeah. This is a lot like the US podcast. Um, but yeah, we sit around and we talk about our uh, uh, plans for coordination of content and overall vision, the commercial side of the business in 2014. So the and
1: basic the, plan is to write more in different languages.
0: Yeah, exactly. There you okay. go, exactly. perfect.
1: So this is your second trip to London? Well, certainly for IGN, right?
0: This is my second time at this international summit, but I've been to London a few other times besides.
1: And what has this trip to London taught you?
0: That it's s- still dreary.
1: Oh, and still yeah. the weather.
0: The weather here is still crap. Um,
1: well, you should do the I uh, have, conference I, in a different month.
0: I have no, spent well. a lot of time this trip uh, familiarizing myself with your fantastic. Uh, catalog of game shows from the 1980s. I've watched yes. uh, blockbusters. I watched Golden Balls, and I watched this morning Bullseye, which was amazing. Whoa, bullseye. bullseye was so good. The we, fashions, we need to steal the fashion we, the,
2: in Bullseye is, is amazing. We steal it's kind so, of hipster fashion now. I would say,
0: yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. very retro <laughs> yeah. chic now. Back then, it <laughs> looked surf, atrocious. Yeah. Uh, we steal so many of your game shows. I don't know why we haven't gone after Bullseye. Bullseye yeah. It's he basically a combination trivia contest
3: and dart throwing game. <laughs> game. Yeah. I, like be, oh, I like to be in the room when they pitch that. So I knew my boss really liked darts, but I wanted to get this quiz show off the ground. Right. and oh. I've got these. I've got this <laughs> fleet of caravans I need to get rid of. Like
1: crazy, like, um, um, Where giveaways. are you from,
3: Birmingham? You want a speedboat?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> the nearest sea is two hundred and fifty miles away. So I've, oh, never, great. I've never seen the water. (laughs) (laughs)
0: thank you i will sell it how about uh how's the food and the drink been uh it's been excellent yeah it's been really good but we were lampooned a little bit because one of our other u.s colleagues (laughs) had quiche for breakfast which is apparently not a thing yeah we went out last night
2: and and young tal had quiche for breakfast on a hangover which is a very strange choice
0: well quiche for breakfast period hangover or not seems to be sort of ridiculous to you Yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't get that
3: in the States, keys for breakfast is totally inbounds. It's, it's definitely not a breakfast dish. All things are off... Like all bets are off in America for breakfast, though I find. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, breakfast. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. yeah, you guys right? have chocolate for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a nice chocolate for breakfast today. Yeah,
0: and a sausage roll. Is a sausage roll okay? Uh, kind of. Yeah. I, I believe it is. Okay. But yeah, I, Again, I, some we're, people are straying into picnic territory. So,
1: <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> but, but I would say a, much, a, a sausage roll is kind of on the dirtier side. So that's that's yeah. allowed. Dirty yeah, dirty's good. Great. It was very sausage clean.
0: Roll. It was a very nice place. Really. So, at what time does the keys become legal for you guys? I think. Least lunchtime.
1: I would say it's like pub opening hours, right? 11 yeah. o'clock, you can start eating quiche.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay, the quishing hour.
1: But yeah. not but inside. Wait, and, what? And, only at picnics. And, uh, only, <laughs> only,
0: only, only on a. This is why I have a hard time over here. <laughs> There's that and there's the fact that everywhere there's a little step up or down everywhere you go. <laughs> really? In and out of every room there's a little tiny step up or down it has been we throwing me off Are all your week. joints
1: that bad? Yes. <laughs> just get yeah,
0: right. that, between that and the rain and the fact that you won't let me have keys in the morning. I'm, right. not, coming coming back. I'm not coming back at all. <laughs> should,
1: we, should we talk about games? Let's move on to the news shall we? <laughs> so, Absolutely. Good news if you are a PlayStation 4 owner because apparently Last of Us is coming to PlayStation 4. More this games is uh, according to Sirkan Sulan who is a Turkish speaker Oh no, a Turkish speaker. <laughs> 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 a Turkish speaker translated this. He actually works he's in for national Sony. International learnings there. So he actually works for Sony. He's PlayStation's Eurasian. What is that? What does that include? Europe and Asia. Europe and Asia. Okay. It's in
3: 1984,
0: I think. Something I, don't I, I don't feel like I should stand for any cultural chauvinism from you guys from uh, this point forward. Yeah, that's fine.
1: It's fine. What is Europe? <laughs> but he works for Sony and he said that it's coming. So it's pretty. Oh. That's got to be a guarantee, right? Right. Yeah. So unless gonna... he's
3: the crazy guy in the Eurasian office who just talks a lot of shit. Yes. Well, I was
1: going to say, I've never heard of a Eurasian office before. So no. maybe it's just made up. I don't know. Anyway, it's going to include all of the DLC. Love so it. Left Behind and all the other kind of stuff. And uh, in quotes, enhanced graphics.
3: Yeah, because they're a bit shabby, aren't they? they yeah, aren't it wasn't
1: fun. very good on PS3. <laughs> oh, I actually didn't mind. <laughs> I was joking.
3: Oh, I see. <laughs> I, it's that drag-race. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. uh, yes. <laughs> that sometimes gets us in trouble. What You, you wrote a really sarcastic tweet once with someone took... That thought you were actually telling me to be fair yeah, most of your tweets were quite sarcastic yeah, yeah
2: Iron doesn't work on no. Twitter no, <laughs> no right. not at all yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a, <laughs> a lot of take everything at face value
1: so. um, but surely and I might be wrong here a lot of people who have got PS4s have probably got PS3s, <laughs> PS3s. that's, what, that's, that's, right, that's exactly, exactly what I was going to say who's going to be PS3, buying it you should uh. definitely have Last of Us yeah so I think it's a nice thing but I don't think it's enough to keep us going until the next big thing on PlayStation 4 whenever that's going to be
3: I assume it makes good business sense to do yeah like, you've got the game, probably doesn't require that much work to...
1: But I, I guess it depends what the difference is in terms of visuals, because I think a game like Grand Theft Auto five on next-gen, you probably can see a difference, a step up. Mm-hmm. Whereas this looked pretty goddamn good mm-hmm. on, on PS3 already, yeah. so... You're not,
2: you're, not, you're not playing that game thinking, oh, I wish the visuals were better. Not,
1: because well, I would play GTA five again to see what the world looks like, because it's vast and expansive. Whereas I can't see myself playing this again just to see what the, the differences yeah. are like.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a very linear experience, right? I yeah. don't feel like you play it again and get something different out of it than you yeah. got the first time around, yeah. as you would with say something like The Walking Dead or GTA, where it's a little more open.
1: Absolutely. Did you play Left Behind?
0: I did. Yeah. What did you think? I loved it. It's great. Yeah.
1: I, I yeah, I, I think I either want to see a new a new one. Mm-hmm. And kind again, of, I know they have announced the sequel, but at the same time, I just feel a bit like. That's done. Leave yeah. it. Move mm-hmm. on. It's not good. We've we're got... in
3: doing the movie adaptation. That's a direct adaptation of the game. Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. absolutely pointless. And we've got Seth
2: Rogen coming in the office soon. Shall we get him to play the first scene <laughs> on PS4? The, yeah,
3: that's what we always want to get him to do.
1: Deja vu. But slightly better graphics. Exactly. <laughs> so Wait, uh, Seth
0: Rogen has better graphics than the game? <laughs> but,
1: well, that's it. Actually, maybe the movie is this PS4 version. It's the same as the other one, but slightly better graphics. Isn't it's it? it's yeah. real
0: whoa
2: hmm. who does who does daniel krupa look like kevin mcdonald <laughs> <McDonald's>
1: because because dan, <laughs> dan
2: dan met a beautiful movie star this week
3: who told him he looked like someone we all think he looks like which is jeremy renner aka oh, yeah i get this quite a bit from people in the office and mm. i always don't believe them and then when i sat down to interview scarlett Hampton, she said chris evans sat beside her because they were paired and she went it's like renner
0: are they only viewing you through like a very small window that isolates maybe one particular A lot part? of my dominant features
1: Yeah, exactly <laughs> But what I <laughs> like I was is wearing a mask at the time <laughs> Right
3: What I like All is All they could
0: see was his hair <laughs>
2: What did Chris Evans say in response?
3: Um, yeah, I don't think we can use it in a video But Chris um, she goes, oh yeah, looks a bit like Renner, doesn't he? And she goes, I said, oh, that's funny people work say that And she goes, well, he's a very attractive man And Chris Evans just goes, I'd fuck him <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, Captain America! Watch wow, there you
3: go I'm sure there's fan fiction written about that. Already. Like, sure, yeah. Hawkeye just taking it from everybody. Yeah, the Hulk. Like. But you
2: you spoke to all the Captain America people? I did indeed. Yeah, they and were. We, and they said lots.
3: Yeah, they were. I, I always get really worried about doing junkets. Like they're quite a nerve wracking experience because you've got four or five minutes. Quite pressurised. loads of PR in the room. Everyone's just looking at you, and you're always worried that they're going to be a bit mean to you. That's, <laughs> But yeah. that's, that's my worry for life in general. Everyone's just going to be a little bit mean to me. Um, but they're all really nice. As particularly the directors. Um, have we seen the movie? It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And they come... like Their their CV isn't... It's pretty good recently. They direct community in the States. The TV show. Um, they also did You, Me and deepree Mm -hmm. not not so good not so good (laughs) not so good Um, but in person speaking to them they were very very smart very intelligent really knew their comic book history and they were talking about um, the future of kind of the Marvel cinematic universe because you get to this point where they're making tying people down to like nine film contracts are you going to approach this point where you're going to have to recast or do the thing that nobody ever does in comics is actually kill off a character and don't bring them back. Mm-hmm. So they spoke about the problem of recasting, and the director, Joe Russo, told me that he thinks that Marvel could learn a lot from the Bond franchise mm-hmm. and how that recasting Bond becomes interesting in its own right and seeing somebody else do a different interpretation and it almost ushers in a new era for the series, kind of reinvigorates it. And that's what he thinks Marvel should do.
1: Which is a bit like, and I don't know if it's true or not, but the, the whole Indiana Jones thing that came out this, uh, was it yesterday or this yeah, week? Yeah, it was um, yesterday. And I don't know if it's confirmed, but yeah, I, I think that's a smart move. I don't really want to see another Indiana Jones movie with Harrison Ford because the last one was great. I would rather yeah, to see a reboot. Well, with to say what the news else.
2: was, that they were talking about recasting yeah. Indiana mm. Jones yeah. and Bradley Cooper was the front runner. And
1: I've got absolutely no problem with that. As long as it's the right person, obviously. You mean you don't want it's, to see it's not Shia LaBeouf,
3: You mean so. you don't want to see Avengers 14 in 2035 <laughs> with this cast?
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, I think with something like Indiana Jones, I mean, the wardrobe is more important than the actor. And I like, know you and I disagree yeah. about this, yeah. but yeah. I feel like just from... That character is so iconic, but what makes him iconic is just his visual representation. He's yeah. got a whip and a hat, and you don't need any more. Or you you sort of just the think, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you need a silhouette. And you know yeah. Yeah. who it is. And it could be Tom Selleck or Chris Tilly, for all I care.
2: No, agree. I mean, I, like I said, I can't imagine Indiana Jones movie, so that mm. too, without Harrison Ford. But I probably would have said the same about James Bond and Sean Connery 40 years ago. Yeah, And yet now, I'm totally That would game. have been quite a conversation for <laughs> you and I to have 40 years ago. <laughs> but I, I think I would have felt the same way if right. I'd been around then. And, and, and yeah. now I have you know, I feel totally different. So I guess.
3: I think it's harder with the Marvel films, though, because they have this big shirt to the massive universe. If there's one character and you're recasting them, I think it's easier for the audience to go along with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that film's done, new period, new director, new treatment, new tone. Marvel's all about continuity. That's one of the reasons they're so successful is every time they release a film, they're kind of expanding the audience and the interest in the next set of characters if you start recasting some of the really important key roles I don't know whether it becomes a little bit messy like the Hulk Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Yeah,
2: they've already done it
3: yeah but it worked out better for them it did in that case
2: I think yeah it did and there's no there's no reason why it couldn't they couldn't get a better Iron Man.
3: I don't, I don't. I don't know, but it feels like the ones that they've got now have kind of worked out for them. They've got lucky, people have really embraced them. There's not one that people are going like, he's really the big yeah. Sure, but yeah. the
0: the precedent has been set for that in the comic book world itself, yeah. right? Like how many different Iron Men have there been? Yeah. Like a bunch of people yeah. have worn that suit. Same thing with Captain America, same thing with Thor. Like a lot of other uh, figures within the Marvel comic book continuity, have taken on the roles yeah. of these other characters. So I feel like it could be even in keeping with what the franchise is all about. Yeah. That was a really good observation. Was, I, I'm really bringing one. it. I'm really yeah, bringing yeah, it. Yeah, I? Oh my
2: gosh, I was nervous. <laughs> but. but we liked the film, didn't we? We're going to talk about it properly yes. on the superhero uh, yeah, show.
3: I don't want to spoil it like, just yet for people. I'll spoil it later. So yeah. Next week, tune in. <laughs> and the superhero show, though. We're going to talk about yeah. it at length on the superhero See, well, there show. There are some brilliant Easter eggs in it. Like really good mm. Easter eggs. And it the, changes everything. The one, yeah, the one—the <coughs> one at the end was directed by Joss Whedon. Oh, nice! Mm. So they
1: have a different director for the Easter eggs. Yeah, it's the director wow. from the movie <laughs> who it's from. Wow, that's crazy. There you go. It's pretty good. Probably the biggest news this week is that uh, Facebook bought Oculus Rift, right, Steve? Yeah, You just stolen
2: on Steve's thunder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what's the big news out uh, of <laughs> the story <laughs> than that? Uh, yeah, they paid $2 billion for crazy. Oculus Rift. Yeah. What's that, like a pound 50 or something? Like it's that? about
0: that. Yeah, it's about the cost of a in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, most of it in Facebook stock, obviously, yep. but quite a bit of cash as well. Um, and... I'm actually really encouraged by this. A lot of uh, a lot, lot of negativity. Of, there's a lot of negativity now. on the internet, um, as always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, for me. The, this uh, vision of cyberspace from things like Neuromancer and and, and uh, other sort of uh, sci-fi um, well, properties, cyber, 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 cyber. yeah, like it's it's all it's all been about having a physical space in yeah. which there's real interactivity and real sort of social networking. Um, and I feel like Oculus Rift can totally bring that to Facebook. And Facebook has the scale, I think, that I've seen in those movies and read about in those books that I feel like cyberspace needs to have in order for it to be a real viable option for us. Um, the people who are upset are predictably you know the Notch. Yeah the general internet community Not Notch is obviously one of yep. the bigger ones yep. uh, because he donated something like 10 grand to this and now feels somewhat duped that um, he was led into this false uh, proposition where he's giving uh, Oculus Rift development money and then turning around and saying wait a minute have you used that money now to make yourself a more viable acquisition target for a larger yep. company yep. and then not allowed me to recoup uh, some return on the investment I made in you. Um, and obviously, a lot of Kickstarter's who are in at the one and two hundred dollar level also feel the same yeah, way. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I,
1: what, I feel what like. What do you think it's going to be used for under Facebook? Mm. Like I can't see the integration being within Facebook.
0: So I think uh, I think what we're seeing is an opportunity for Facebook to extend social networking into the physical space. Yeah. Uh, for you to have some sort of wearable tech on you at all times that allows them then not just to track data that you. Um, that you input on the computer screen, but it also knows where you're going and what you're looking at in the store and what you're buying and how you feel when you see certain things, right? Like imagine it has some sort of biofeedback monitor included as well. And it knows now, here's how Daniel's responding when he sees this ad or when he walks past this kiosk in the store or sees this billboard. This is minority reports though. His his heart rate goes up. The advertisements
3: change dependent on the person. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And I see that being the... Facebook's not going to put $2 billion into this without some clear expectation that it's going to make that money back. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Oculus Rift guys have said they're not going to make it back on the hardware sales. In fact, the Facebook acquisition is going to allow them to sell the hardware uh, for a lower price. So I'm 100% certain that Facebook is going to turn towards advertising and delivering data to marketers uh, based on our interactions with this device. Yeah, That makes me a little nervous. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if there's really any way to avoid it, right? If yeah. you want, if you yeah. want what it offers, uh, mm. whether it's indoor mapping or you know you walk down a street and can instantly see user reviews of all the stores and shops and restaurants around, um, that's the trade-off that I think Facebook is going to require you to
1: make. Yeah. So in five years' time, you're going to be walking down the street with one of these massive helmets on. Banging into things, but you can—you know that you'll be able to get cheap <coughs> chips in that place also. In yeah. like London, there's little steps everywhere.
3: <laughs> there's
0: little <laughs> steps up <laughs> and down,
1: everywhere. Maybe you could train the, your Oculus Rift to pick out the steps so you don't fall over.
0: Oh my gosh, that'd be a great idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, like open source platform, use it for anything.
0: I don't know that it'll be a big thing in five years, right? I mean, uh, the, the, the end game. Surely in five years, the it'll in, still be big. The end game for this, though, is something integrated yeah. into your body. Sure. Right? I mean, the, and that may be 10 or Compilers. 20 years down the road. Exactly. Yeah. yeah some sort of. Not something that's external. Not a wristwatch, mm-hmm. not a pair of glasses. Yeah, yeah. uh, Raph Koster, has, who uh, was a design director on Ultima Online and Star Wars Galaxies, has a really great post uh, up about this on his blog, where he talks about uh, the value of presence in the social space. You know, it's, it's why people log onto World of Warcraft not necessarily to play the game, but so they have a physical presence alongside the physical presences of all their friends. They're yeah. an avatar next to other yeah. avatars. Uh, it's why he says people still go to rock concerts. People don't buy albums, but they go see shows, right? Because there's a physical, yeah. yeah. There's a physical connection yeah, to like what's going to on around you, experience. and the integration of Oculus Rift with uh, the scale of Facebook social uh, social network, uh, he says, uh, makes perfect sense, and I tend to agree with him.
1: Yeah, it's exciting stuff. It is. Yeah. yeah. We should get, uh, how do users get in touch if they want to let, let us know what they think? Is it IGN Letter. underscore UK feedback IGN yeah. I think that's what it is. I'm
3: really glad that they changed the email addresses to make them
0: catch you. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, of I, course. W- I will say one thing with this. Sony just announced the, the new Morpheus yeah. headset yes, at GDC, last month. right? Yeah. So I'm, last I'm wondering what this will do for Sony's presence in the market now, yeah. Yeah. right? The people who are suspicious about Facebook may now lift Sony's Is this like an arm's race now? Could be, yeah. And yeah. Microsoft's Each not in yet, explains. but they're surely coming. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's yeah, they came out uh, earlier this week. Mm-hmm. No, it was just after Morpheus saying, we're working on VR too. So, <laughs> right. Of course you are. Right? <laughs> yes. uh, next piece of feedback is that, so uh, Wolfenstein Panzerhund edition was announced this week, but it's the first collector's edition where you don't actually get the game. It costs $100, you get a little model of a Panzerhund, whatever that is. It's like a metal dog. <laughs> it's, it's like a robot dog yeah, in the game, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I use them. But you don't get an actual copy of the game. So you put another game, game. It's not a collector's
3: it's, it's it's a little robot dog well, you're, it, yeah. <laughs> you're buying. It's tat. We're buying tat, yes.
1: And a steel book, you get all that kind of stuff. Right. It's, just, it's the most it's the the craziest thing I've ever heard. So there's a th- So there
3: there is a steel book in the box that you can eventually put the game in that you buy separately.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it. You even get the disc case to put the game in, but you don't get the game. Mm. Which just seems ridiculous. But I okay. guess
0: they're not forcing anyone to buy it. Yeah, but uh, who's going to buy that? Who also doesn't want the game?
3: They must.
2: They must. Yeah,
3: agree. I'll buy this day. But little robot dog, <laughs> little Nazi robot dog. I, I just. <laughs> That's all I wanted this that,
0: year. Uh, that was probably the first rejected name for this product. This little Nazi robot dog, and they're like, r- you know what? <laughs> that's my rapper name. <laughs> that, was, that
3: was the subtitle. For the there game. may be
0: some markets where that's not going go <laughs> so well. to go over. So
3: going, I
1: got an idea. <laughs> Bullseye. <laughs> but I just, I can't imagine, as you say, people are going to buy it. They want the game, mm. no right. matter what. You want the game.
3: Right. Yeah, you've got the be- studio
2: must think people will buy it, or else they like, wouldn't I'm put it out.
3: This. Bethesda do have a history of this. We we did um, a couple of years ago. We did a Sonnet event. At, um, The Barbican, and it was a week before the game came Mm -hmm. out. Um, Bethesda gave us loads of goodie bags to put out for all the IGM readers who came down. And one of the things in the bag was a steel book with no game in it. And (laughs) I said to Kilby, I was like, we can't give people the steel Uh, book. Everybody thought we were giving out a free copy of the game. Sure sure enough, everyone thought it was a copy of the game. But no, it's a place for you to eventually put your copy of the game that you buy with
0: your money. You so, don't think that maybe Bethesda did this reasoning that including the actual game in there would make the product less attractive to people? Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like I'd buy it, it, but oof, it's got the game
3: in it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Balsa, yeah, it's hundred dollars. Yeah, I, I don't want the game for that price. <laughs> right. no, that's, oh, that's actually, a bargain. It actually <laughs> says,
3: "Oh no, it says, um, and it ships with a bug-free version of the game." Uh, um,
2: is the um, <laughs> is, is the Panzerhund an important character? Uh, I don't uh, know, no, your, I uh, think it,
1: I think it's just not a not rank the, and file a, baddie. That's it. That's what it looks like. That little Robo dog. Ah, oh. you can check it out. That's it's quite there. cute.
0: Yeah, it's one of the things that mauls you to death frequently Let's throughout <laughs> the game. I think "cute" is probably the wrong term.
2: Let's stick that picture in the news story. I think so people can have a look. Okay. Yeah, you bring.
0: <laughs> you should bring your laptop in here so you
2: can do real up real time updates while we're doing this. And on that bombshell, I've got some film news. I'm going to double up if that's all right. I'm only supposed to do one film story, but I've got well, two. It's kind of awkward for him to ask us this now, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, what are we going to say? On the spot. I feel like they're semi-connected because one's Terminator and one's Alien. Oh, yeah, those are the same thing. Perfect. <laughs> Worth talking about. Yeah. Uh, so Schwarzenegger's been talking about this new Terminator movie they're doing called Terminator Genesis and how his character, the T-800, can be in the movie really old when he wasn't old. Wait, do <laughs> robots get old like that? Well... Arnold has an answer. Uh, the way that the character is written, Arnie uh-huh, says, I won't uh-huh. do the accent. Oh, God! Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a machine underneath. It's this metal skeleton, but above that is human flesh. And the Terminator's flesh ages, just like any other human being's flesh. What? Hilarious. Maybe not as fast, but it definitely ages. Now, that's what I would call retrofitting the mythology. Yeah. So that's what <laughs> I would call an
0: extreme rationalization. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's terrible.
1: That's ridiculous. So, uh, I, I'm not up on my uh, Terminator lore, but is it actually I love that that's a thing. Is it human flesh on top of the skeleton? I think it is in the original. Yeah, okay.
3: Because in the original, there's that bit where he like cuts away at his face, and it's quite it's quite bloody. Like, he, but he does bleed. Yeah, he's so going to yeah. sort of take his eyes. Yeah, off. yeah. Really um, but there's also
2: going to be a younger version of him in the movie as well. Right, because the going to be Shia LaBeouf. Shia going to play him. <laughs>
0: I mean, we can but that hope that with yep. CG. And so salvations. I do like When he said uh, When he was talking about Conan He said hey I want to do Sort of an Unforgiven style Take on this character yeah, I thought yeah. that makes Much more sense yeah. Than this Terminator thing I don't even understand What he's talking no, about there but that said I feel
2: like the Terminator Doesn't work without him Sure Because you know yeah. We talk about these Special effects blockbusters But with Terminator He's the special effect mm. Yeah what's You know cause
3: was it's, There was an idea A while ago Maybe it was Rumor for Salvation That Schwarzenegger Was going to play The Inventor of the T800. And then the he modeled it on himself or right. was having some mm-hmm. kind of like Frankenstein. But it sounds like What
2: well, if they were going to do anyway. well it would be this yeah, one because it's yeah. called Genesis, but we've not heard that
1: and no Phil Collins in sight.
2: <laughs> God's <laughs> sake. Um, and the sequel, No One Wants, Prometheus 2, is happening. Yeah. Is it? Yep. Uh, they've, they've signed up the Green Lantern
0: screenwriter. <laughs>
1: oh, wow.
0: Wow. Please tell me they didn't advertise it that
2: way.
1: You know, you know, They're the, like, hey, I, I, we, have I, we got good news yeah. for you? Good news, guys.
0: <laughs> Prometheus 2, and
3: also, wait for it, the Green Lantern guy. You know what? Who really doesn't want Prometheus 2? Michael Fassbender. He's a head in a bag now. That's yes. Like no. It. Because oh.
2: Prometheus 2 will feature, is rumored to feature, multiple Fassbenders.
1: <laughs> wow! Multiple fastbends. What What's is the happening? collective now for a, a troop of fashion? and this
2: is a quote. This <laughs> is a quote I really, I really like. This quote. Uh, the the screenwriter is called um, Michael Green, and the quote we've got is: the sequel that Green will write aims to be much more alieny.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this guy's nailed great. it. Nailed They've it. They've got the right guy, haven't they? Because um, Green Lantern was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> It had a lot of
0: aliens. I can imagine that note. I like it so far. (laughs) I feel it could be a little more alien
3: y. That's a fun note. Really do bother about fitting in with the continuity. Like the technology, like massively futuristic. (laughs) Ridley I assume you've seen the first one you made.
2: I've got no problem with this, though. I, I didn't like Prometheus. I've spoken about it a lot <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but I, they've ruined it already, so I don't really care now. I'll happily watch it. Yeah. It's already yeah, yeah, ruined, ruined everything for me. It's like Highlander 3. Who cares? right? They ruined Alien for right. me, which I'm st- I'll am take that to the grave.
0: Wow. Bastards. <laughs>
1: Such positivity on this week's episode of the podcast, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Is
0: it always like this? <laughs> what's, the, what's the suicide rate among your listeners? <laughs> really, <laughs> high, really,
1: really high. Maybe we should do a poll. Orlando, <laughs> we'll they're, all gone. Yeah, they're all dead. Anyway, so oh, earlier this week, Daniel, you saw the new Batman game from yes, Rocksteady. Arkham Knight. Ooh. Yeah? So that's very exciting. Yeah, it was shown
3: at GDC behind closed doors. Greg and Mitch or so, they did a video on the site called Why We Love Arkham Knight. And it's definitely more exciting than Arkham Origins <laughs> that's, a high bar to, what, that's a high bar to clear but that's the thing going into it before, when we got the invite to go see the game I just wasn't excited it surprised me how little excitement I had for the next Rocksteady Batman game uh-huh. and it's because of Origins I think because having that game last mm. year just obviously just tempered Little bit, it gave you a kind of origins, the Arkham fix, whatever that is. Um, but going to see it in action, it was pretty impressive. Right. It wasn't optimized, you know, the frame rate was a bit like juddery, but the Still, scope and the ambition least, what, of what six you can do. Out, right. Yeah, and the big kind of centerpiece for the entire game is the Batmobile. Yeah. That's the big thing. They thought Arkham Asylum, they focused on detection, Arkham City, a bit more exploration, be the the site um that, that's the game that made you into the Cape Crusader. This one is about providing you with the Batmobile and giving you the full Gotham City to explore. Yeah. And when you call in the Batmobile, it really reminded me of Titanfall. Because mm-hmm. it it's the same game, but it kind of changes the way that you perceive and interact with the world. Right. And so when you like say you're gliding through the sky, you can go into a nosedive dive and you can press one button the Batmobile will come and find you. You can see it coming in the distance from wherever you parked it. That's crazy. It comes to find you, and you can just land straight into it and That's then pretty cool. drive off seamlessly.
1: So you weren't actually playing it. You were watching a, a controlled demo, demo yeah. of it. Yeah.
0: So. Surely I will land 10 or 20 feet ahead of the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: as i mean, on you, on to basis. <laughs> yeah.
3: you must find keys. Ah, right. No. Uh, but they're really impressive. It's much more in my... Like, I prefer asylum to city. Like Same here. always have... Um, what do you I sit? know in the US, a lot of people prefer City.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I liked I liked Asylum better. I thought yeah. Asylum was a I better liked experience overall. Yeah. I, liked the I what, like the backtracking. So where I felt City beat Asylum was, uh, Batman to me has always been an urban character. And that mm-hmm. one essential yeah. element of, of who he's supposed to be was missing from Asylum. Mm. Aside from that, I enjoyed the game. Yeah. Asylum so
3: the m- most yeah. memorable parts of City for me, again, were, in, were interior stuff. It was getting to a place, going in and having, whether it's the the freeze mode. And Mr. Freeze yeah, Battle, yeah. Yeah, yeah Mad yeah. stuff. Those are the most. And then I kind of just like dotted around the city. I didn't really explore the city. Yeah. This feels like a proper Gotham city. But, so, but sorry,
1: I don't think City encouraged you to explore the city. It was all there. Was, but yeah. I don't think I actually ever went down on the ground at all. Yeah. Because there was no need to. Yeah. Whereas obviously you now have got the Batmobile, it gives you a reason to go it down. It gives you another
3: perspective on the city. I yeah. think that's important about the Batmobile. Like yeah. normally you will stick to rooftops. Yeah but that gives you a reason to explore it from street level and it's obviously made the street level design much more mm-hmm. interesting and vibrant and detailed.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned Mr. Freeze, which is one of yeah. my favourite moments, but I also really like the Scarecrow sequences, which yes. were super psychedelic and reality bending. I understand he's a lot he more part of this game. Yeah. I was going to say, well, yeah, what do we know about the storyline?
3: Yeah. Well, it's weird. The, the game is called Arkham Knight, and it's weird that... But with Ar- a K. K. Yeah. Did you get that? With a K. <laughs> they do that. Batman loved doing that. Smart. Um, and he... It's not nothing to do with Arkham. Arkham's been destroyed in the previous yeah. games. The way that the spoilers. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Um, <laughs> the way that Joker died. Oh. We're gonna to have to talk about this. This is integral. If you've not played Arkham <laughs> City, it came out three years ago. So, what are you waiting for?
0: If you don't um, want the game spoiled, uh, rewind about twenty seconds yeah, and then just skip sponge, that part. Yeah. your memory.
3: <laughs> uh, so. Because of that event, I don't know why I'm skirting around it now, I've already said it, Um, there's been a a power vacuum created in Gotham City, and it also ushered in a period of kind of stability. Things got better, but um, Batman's kind of been preparing for the worst, and then one night, Halloween night, um, Scarecrow returns and issues issues a kind of WMD-style attack on Gotham City. Everyone panics, they evacuate the city, uh, and Gotham is kind of left to the scum. To yep. Take it over, and Batman's got one night to stop stuff
1: from. So happening. it's kind of it's the same kind of format. It's one form yeah. mm, night, kind of seen before. Yeah. Yeah. But, but at least great. there's not
3: little <laughs> steps
0: up and down everywhere
2: you go. <laughs> no, with you get right. by <laughs> it. But the self-contained nature of <clears throat> <clears throat> the fir- <coughs> excuse me, <Yeah. laughs> the first game, I think that's great having it over one night. Yeah. yeah, that's part of the charm. That and
3: obviously thematically appropriate being Halloween and having the Scarecrow as the kind of the main antagonist. But obviously there's also the secondary character called Arkham Knight. And that's how they <clears throat> managed to keep the Arkham name going. I don't know. Yep. And we don't Obviously, know th- brand recognition. That's probably why it's it going to get a little more convoluted yeah. as it goes yeah. on. Yeah, um, we don't know who this character is. No. It, apparently, it's an entirely original character developed by Rocksteady and DC together. Um, the one thing that like we Batman. were
1: talking about is that because what was the phrase he uses? He he, he calls he,
3: at the end of the demo. Batman is leaving Falcone shipyard and. Arkham Knight appears from nowhere and um, puts a beating on him. And while yeah. Batman's on the ground, he's, he calls him old man. Yeah. And he says, this ends tonight.
1: Yeah. And you were mentioning that the suit has a hint of kind of Azrael from the Nightfall series yeah. as well. Wow. So I think that's what I oh, that's if it might be. Obviously, what, what Rocksteady have done really, really well is take existing characters and put their own spin on them. Yeah, and I wonder if that's what they've done Scarecrow here, particularly. Yeah.
3: yeah. So, yeah um, so they said that the game will be much more kind of where City was about unleashing chaos because it was the Joker, mm-hmm. um, as much the Joker's game. This film, um, this game is more psychological. That's why they've chosen Scarecrow. So hopefully, more of those kind of sequences. Because I still think those are the high point of yeah. the Arkham series. Those. Moments where you're yeah. walking along and you suddenly turn into little Bruce Wayne. Yeah, so do you think it's going to be? So do you think it's going to be scary? I think so. Yeah, mm. and they also chose Halloween because they can obviously play with all the bat iconography, yeah. right? And pumpkin and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and they're probably targeting what a summer release for it. Yeah, okay. So yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what about the gameplay? Because I know uh, Origins mm. introduced uh, a counter system for the. Uh, opponents that you were fighting but I also felt like this Batman seems way overpowered it doesn't make sense with the context of the story they're trying to build
3: what's the what's the combat like in the new one seems pretty overpowered again I wouldn't expect this game in any way to take any cues from Origins really speaking to the guys from Rocksteady um they wouldn't really talk about Origins
0: that's a good sign
3: yeah the thing, yeah. Uh, yeah. When they were rapping on City, they were already planning this. They went straight into it. They've not gotcha. even looked at Origins, really. I'm sure they've played it or seen it. And they say it's a very solid prequel. I think that's the term that they were saying in interviews.
0: Yeah. Solid. There's no higher praise than that. Yeah. <laughs> the word that you say
3: when you don't want to say anything. Right. Else. I use it in refusal. That time. basically just means this is a thing that exists. This is, this is, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah, it's out there. You can yeah. play it if you want. <laughs> um, so, I'm. When they're talking about the game, they're referring to it as a trilogy. This yeah. is the final part of their trilogy. Even it's the Fourth game yeah. in the Arkham. This is the trilogy. So, what, um, trilogy? what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> well, so <laughs> oh, the combat system. Yeah. It looks yeah. exactly like he. I do think he is super powered. Like right. the the thing that kind of always put you on the back foot in the Arkham games was when you encountered any guy that had a machine gun. Right. You had to think about it differently. Whereas at the end of the demo, you break into a room and there's three guys with. Um, assault rifles right. and if you time it right you can chain your attacks and there's something called a fear takedown Yeah, and again it's just like your superpower you can take them all out with one button press. Mm-hmm.
1: But presumably you've got to, you've got got to earn that as well yeah, you know, know, know you're well, not going to get that at I the beginning. I wasn't
3: very clear on what the mechanic was for that I think it might have been something like a mark and execute style right. kind of thing. Right.
1: But I'm assuming it's going to be the same as the Batman games as you start off with a limited number of moves, limited uh, number of gadgets, not going to be all unlocked at the beginning.
3: I think you've got a lot of stuff, the, um, right. the guy from Rocksteady, but obviously I think the big thing you're going to upgrade in this game is the Batmobile. So right. even while you might probably have all your gadgets, or the vast majority, the Batmobile is going to have its own character tree. The tree in the Batmobile is a character, not a kind of gadget. And I think at some point it's going to turn into a boat because yeah, I think so. There are waterways in Gotham City. There's a lot Everywhere. of water around Gotham City Spoiler alert and there's, there's one point where he's driving through something that looks like a canal that could be flooded. I'm just putting that out there, there nice.
0: So I do have one concern with this and it's the same thing I saw happen to the Assassin's Creed games where each time they release a new version uh they feel like they have to add more and more toys and more and more yep. gameplay systems. And eventually it, be, it it becomes a burden, right? I'm yep. no longer engaging with the three or four things that this game used to be about. Well, now I have to keep track of seven or eight things. Okay. And I, I right. suddenly become a little confused. I, I agree.
3: Like, I personally would be really pleased if they came out and started name-checking Asylum more and yeah. say you're going to have this, me- like use the word Metroidvania, because I think that's what Asylum did brilliantly in a yeah, 3d yep. space yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. kind of like his elder game something like that backtracking going back each time you had to backtrack the environment was different whether mm-hmm. poison ivy took over a certain area it was different yep. it rewarded you to revisit it and mm-hmm. um, with this the batmobile does feel a little bit like that and the riddler's yeah. challenges do feel a little bit contrived there's one bit where you pull into a garage the batmobile goes down into some caverns and the riddler's constructed a race course for you to drive around and beat him
1: that sounds pretty.
3: It's a, it's, I think that's the crappy. only thing that was a little bit contrived. Uh, like it was super contrived. Like, how has he built this for? But obviously,
1: but, but while how, how many
3: giant vats of acid could you have bought with the yeah. same
1: money and yeah. time it yeah. took you
3: to construct just, this racetrack
1: and just lower him down into that? Yeah. You're done. But Batman yeah. kart racing is not what I signed up. for. But you
3: can, yeah, you can like drive on up on walls and on the ceiling So it and goes get a like red bit shells Batman and stuff forever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. We'll wait and see. But I don't but I, the thing is, I would
3: probably never do those challenges.
1: And that's the beauty of that kind of game yeah. is that you, mm-hmm. you don't have to.
3: And it's next-gen only. But do you oh. think... Yeah, yeah.
1: So did it look like a, a noticeable step forward compared to what we've uh, seen before? I don't know. It was on a huge
3: cinema screen, which I think, again, gives you not the ideal impression of it. Um, it wasn't optimized, but I think how seamless it was. That was the, the experience that the camera would glide from the street level to the very top of a building. Gameplay starts, you swoop down, you go to Gotham City PD. You walk up onto the roof, Jim Gordon turns around, that's your right. sequence. <clears> you <throat> go straight into the Batman bill, go into an e- interior, yeah. no loading
1: screens. That's seamless.
3: That's where it's really impressive, I think.
1: So is this the, the Batman game that we've been waiting for? Or the Batman, is, is it the Batman game we need we, or the Batman, the Batman game <laughs> we deserve? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> what he said sounded better than the American accent. Yeah, well, I Always do it again. Well, like Batman's English. Um, so is Commissioner Gordon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Little <What>? joke there. <laughs> On that bombshell.
1: (laughs) Uh, Let's move on to listener feedback. Chris, you've got the first piece of feedback. I certainly
2: do. It's from Matt Douse, who says, uh, Hey guys, uh, I know you've spoken about this on the podcast before, but I wanted to have a little vent about game pricing in the UK. Infamous Second Son costs £52.99 to buy... Um, new in game, which is the equivalent of $85. Why do companies think that it's okay to charge this much over here? I can remember when new games cost 30 pounds during the ps2 era. I know what production costs are increase I know that production costs are increasing but so are sales and the UK seems to pay far more than other countries
3: Why but not as much as some other countries you should add like no. Australia really get ripped off
1: anyway. um, How much is infamous in the US? Uh, I think 60 right but the other thing so Part of this international conference we were talking about earlier, they displayed the price of um, infamous up on the screen in euros, and it was something crazy in Denmark, like seventy nine euros. Oh wow! Um, which is a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but I don't actually. I don't remember Can most PS two games being thirty pounds. I thought they were like forty five, forty. Growing up,
3: like and like being a kid, like N sixty four games were prohibitively expensive. Like mm. on import, was it? I just remember. Maybe that's why my mum. I didn't have a lot of money.
1: Street Fighter two on SNES <laughs> so. was one hundred and twenty quid. That's a lot of money. What?
3: I know. Um, it's I th-
1: two, though.
0: <coughs> it's worth it. Yeah. You have a good job.
1: Well, I, I, to be fair, I was working back then. I didn't <laughs> pay for it, so. Yeah,
0: to be fair, you're not working right now.
1: <laughs> no, no, Exactly. <laughs> but I didn't have to buy it out of my own money. Right. It was for work. Mm, I see.
2: But are we getting ripped off?
1: Um, so I don't actually think, yes, it does cost a lot more to make video games than it used to 10 years ago. hmm and I don't actually think they're making that much more money out of them if I'm honest, but do you
3: I, No, I agree with you
1: I think in terms of unit sales
3: But there's a lot of games that are relatively inexpensive and yeah. that are very good and easy to acquire on Steam are there and games stuff That are like that? practically or, nothing. Yeah, on the or, app store or nothing. Yeah. 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 yeah free-to-play. There's a variety of different models like <coughs> I think those kind of big budget releases are always going to be charged at a premium in stores I, so.
1: I do think breaking that 50 pound mark is is too much you know, I I'm not sure I would. But what if you don't get a copy of the which. game? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just is get a okay copy then? of the game with it. That's okay. You don't just get an empty box with a with a beanie hat.
2: A Panzer Hunt. No. <laughs> yes. It's like saying that word. So,
1: um, but uh, how much time for was similar price? It's just it's the mm. cost of next generation. It'll come down. Yeah. Over the next six months, a year or something, when everything else is phased out, but.
0: Well, it's also—I mean—it's being set at a price that people are obviously willing to pay. Yeah. Like, if people weren't buying the games mm-hmm. at those prices, then they would—they would drop them, yeah. or they would just not serve the markets, right? Yeah. So, I think it's um, supply and demand. Exactly. It's yeah. It's cool. what what did did this see? thing goes like this, and then mm-hmm. right in the middle there. So it's like, a podcast. Yeah, and so and people red can't, and black. can't see that. But okay, I, I cross my arms like an X, okay, like a typical <laughs> X, whatever. <It's, laughs> like the X fine. Factor.
1: Like the yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Simon Cow. Uh, so I think that's answered your question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Matt.
0: <laughs> You're up next. Uh, yeah, I've got one. You gave me the longest one. Thanks for that. Uh, listening to you podcast last week, with regards to Metal Gear Solid Ground Zero, it's getting some stick from a lot of reviewers about the story playtime being so short. But I, for one, think short games are great. I would rather have a short story which I can play and see the end of and enjoy it all and then have uh, good extra side content multiplayer to bulk it out if I feel I want to spend more time with the game world. This is because I don't have four hours a day to play games. I'm lucky to get four hours a week due to working, et cetera. So it can take me over a month sometimes to complete a game. Uh, this is from Rob. He says, uh, also, P.S., Listen to the AU podcast the other day. Uh, don't you think Cam sounds just like Kermit the Frog? So how, what, uh, do, what order do we want to take these questions are,
1: Does Cam sound like at the Frog?
0: Yeah, I, I can totally see that. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right, well good. done. First question I'll yeah, Uh
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree with him about game length. I, I yeah. think um, I'm more likely to uh, want to play a game if I know I have a reasonable expectation of finishing it. Yeah. This is my problem with, um, as much as I love them, games like Skyrim or Red Dead Redemption or yep. GTA V, mm. um, they're fantastic, but you get to a point where... Um, maybe you get distracted, you go away for a week, some other yeah, responsibilities yeah. come up and you come back and it's it's hard to get back yeah, into yeah. the game world, it's hard yeah. to remember what everything is yeah. and where you are in, in terms of the missions. Um, uh, I remember this came up uh, for me originally with a game like uh, Max Payne which was just a few yeah. hours and, and people thought it's a rip off and I thought no, like I'm actually more likely yeah. to go back and replay mm-hmm. that game than I would be a game that I love just as much like No One Lives Forever which is… 20 hours long.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. It makes it it makes it less intimidating and more manageable, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. See, I had the same problem with uh, Borderlands 2, which I was really, really enjoying. Right. But that came out, uh, I think it was um, uh, beginning of September or something, just mm-hmm. before a whole splurge of big games yeah. came out and yeah. I made the mistake of starting something else and <laughs> right. never went back to yeah. it. Yeah. And, and you loved now it, you like now I, I loved it. absolutely loved it. And I, I, sp- I pumped a lot of hours into it as well right. because uh, Borderlands is the kind of game that the more you put in, the more you get back out. Yeah. But, I'm now at a point where I literally wouldn't know what I was doing if I went back in. So I probably won't go back in, which is a shame.
0: And I remember when I was, you know, when I was in high school I could play a lot mm. of yep. games. Like yep. I had a lot of time to do it. But I think as the gaming uh, audience grows up a little bit, gets a little older, they yep. have other demands on their time and suddenly, you know, they've got well kids or yep. you know, yep. other other sort of obligations and it makes it difficult for them to sit down on a weekend but and what, spend fifteen hours playing games. Wasn't a game. it just
2: Pac Man and Pong when you were at high school? Weren't those
0: the only two games out? Yeah, well, there was stick and hoop. Okay. We played a lot of stick and hoop when I was in high school. Um, Bowling cup. But no, I mean, I played a lot of time-consuming games, games like Civilization, where it was like you could lose a whole week. Uh, Sid Meier's Pirates was the same way. Just yeah. play that game nonstop for hours and hours on end. Yeah. And now if I do that, um, the authorities
3: come and take my children. Really.
1: <laughs> yep. Actually, your piece of feedback is along a, a similar line. Yeah,
3: a similar point. Um, this is from Matt Evans. Our old um, intern, Ah, oh, uh, right. Alain, uh, who we bullied. Um, I said, um, <laughs> we did. Changed his Twitter background. Um, well, I'm not, <laughs> he says, I'm not going to spend this email pre- preaching about Dark Souls 2. Good. Because they're like evangelists. Is that the end uh, of the email? Good. There go. Thanks, <laughs> uh, he goes, right, uh, <laughs> he took the Friday and Monday off work so he could get a four-day weekend. He put 30 hours into the game and completed it. I don't believe you've completed Dark Souls 2 in 30 hours. That's ridiculous. I bet you can. I bet you can, but that's for a first playthrough, that's really impressive. Yeah. Um, he wants to know if we ever taken time off work for a game we really care about. Really? Yeah,
0: absolutely, I was fired from a job once because I called in sick to work and then was f- seen at a party later that evening. Uh, and it was just to play Civilization. I was having a really good game, I was about to get awesome. nuclear missiles and it was on and I called in sick. And then went to a party and saw a co-worker there and I said, heads up, by the way, I called in sick today so you just don't say anything tomorrow. And he said, don't worry about it. Okay. And I walked in and my manager said, hey, we need to talk. And I got the bullshit, like, <laughs> I'm not mad that you took time off. I'm mad that you lied about it. Oh, and I was wow. like, oh, oh, no, that's no, that's so
1: passive aggressive, yeah, right? Yeah. What, were you, uh, what was your job at the time?
0: I was working at a deli. Right. Yeah, I was a cashier at a deli. Because
1: yeah. otherwise, if you're doing the job you're currently doing, that's probably quite acceptable, right? Oh, yeah. Is that's that why you got into oh, doing what you're yeah, now Kruppen doing? And so I making, actually, that, making a note of that.
3: He said that on, yeah. on camera and on audio. <laughs> yeah, taking I'm off.
0: taking Daniel out today. We're going to go see Captain America. Yeah, so he, he mentioned that to yeah. me
1: earlier. Office screening. <laughs> Woo.
0: Um, but yeah, I, that, I was fired from that job. And I got fired from another job uh, because I quit and didn't tell anybody. Uh, but that wasn't game related that was just because i hated. i, I was, uh, I, was a do- you- I was a door-to-door <laughs> salesperson for a uh, water purifier company and they were <laughs> You've had some amazing <laughs> jobs. yeah these things cost uh the, the, it was a whole house unit and it was like five or ten thousand dollars to buy the thing and no no there's nobody's gonna buy this from somebody showing up at their door yeah um and so one day i just decided i'm not going to work anymore yeah and uh, they showed up at my house like three weeks later saying uh you're fired, we, we need to collect your demonstration kit. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know where it is. I'm, you're welcome to come in and look it, for it. It took them
1: three weeks to figure out if <laughs> yeah. you've actually done anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. to be fair,
0: I wasn't very effective while I was there, so right, it wasn't, okay. that hard to, wasn't that hard to
2: notice. Uh, didn't Luke take a bunch of days off to play a game a think. while ago? Holiday. Yeah. He took holidays to play a game that he loved. A lot of
1: people I think he was, yeah, uh, around the launch of PS4 and stuff like that. Diablo like as well, I think Luke yeah. took some time Diablo, off. Diablo, yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: you've um, done it haven't you i'm sure did you take time off for gta
1: well it wasn't I, I was freelance at the time and to be honest i just didn't do any work for three months <laughs> i just played gta <laughs> oh, yeah. and watched 24 solidly <laughs> that was when, my life.
3: when you your missus came home just like open the laptop
1: yeah it, it wasn't it, it was literally <laughs> that yeah I'd, I'd be there going See you later, darling. So she walked out the door, PS2 on, at San Andreas. <laughs> and then, like, six o'clock, shit, put some clothes on. Ready, right? Woo! I've been busy. Ate something.
0: So why is your hair
1: still wet? Did you <laughs> just take a shower? <laughs> <laughs> I've not stopped working. That's right. the only time I could fit in. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, well, not technically. I couldn't be fired because I just didn't take any work on it. It's <laughs> just like, after three months, I thought, yeah, best probably do some freelance now. I had not really earned anything. So,
0: do you think outside of of this circle and sort of the audience for this that there would be much acceptance in a mainstream workplace for somebody saying, "Look, I'm going to take a few personal
3: days off to play Dark Souls"?
1: I think a lot of people do, yeah. do that. Yeah. We, was, we yeah. certainly hear that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was Feedback.
3: interesting. I was speaking to a film PR the other day about, um, I think Spider Man. I said, "I said, oh, oh I I was, did, I'll speak yeah. to you about this tomorrow." And he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm taking tomorrow off." And I was like, "Oh, we, um, going anywhere nice?" Because I know him quite well. And he went, "Oh, I'm just playing Dark Souls too." I was like, oh, I didn't even know that you that were... That makes me in- so happy. I didn't yeah. know you were into Dark Souls. And he's like, yeah, I'm massively into Dark Souls. Yeah, this yeah. is
1: cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. Obviously, it's not every game, but uh, yeah, I think you see it quite a lot. There Especially are people, when, like Midnight Launches, when right. people go to the Midnight Launch and then just sit down and play it mm. and finish it. That's, think, that's, the other, that's the other bit that I don't really see. Like Dark Souls 2, have been waiting for it for two years. And then speedrunning it, doing it as fast as possible. It's like, well, do you not want to kind of sit back and enjoy it a little mm, bit more? Yeah. Savour the experience. Yeah, but because yeah. we're immersed in, like, game culture all the time. When
3: you find those kind of, what you call kind of just everyday moment where somebody, like, cites a game, particularly surprising was on the tube once, and there's two kind of middle-aged guys, and they were talking about lycanthropy in Skyrim, and they are on, on a DLR back from the city.
1: Right. And it's like, I just never thought, mm, it's It's cool. There you go. Uh, last piece of feedback is from Max Fuller. Uh, now, you should listen to this, Steve, because oh. he says... I'll, I'll do that to this one, your but you asked. Your podcast is great, talking about our podcast, uh-huh. and all the content that your office produces, the UK office, for the site is the best on IGN. <laughs> I'm not making this up. He I feel like I'm being ambushed that. by this <laughs> question. He this actually is a says setup. This. I didn't make this up.
0: This is... Wh- who so is, is that? It? That's just the first part. Okay. Be, okay.
1: I just want to let that sink in. and let you savor that. Thank, anyway, you, thank you for that, your letter, anyway. Mother Simmons. We appreciate you writing <laughs> in. Uh, anyway, he says, Don Bradman Cricket 14 is coming out next week. Oh, no, I don't give a shit. What are we doing? Um, <laughs> your, Auss- your Aussie colleagues have done a preview of the game, and it looks very good. Anyway, he was wondering. Actually, he says he was wandering down the streets. Anyway, uh, could you guys play the ashes against your Aussie workmates? He thinks it would be hilarious. And you could play it over five short games. Yeah,
3: that, that would do huge traffic in the US. <laughs> yeah. now,
1: cricket is oh, obviously a big it. thing, but you just but use a different think I think, I, I think yeah. me and
3: Chris could take care of it. <laughs> yeah?
2: Well, being the, big, <laughs> being the big cricket fan in the office, I would be more than up for that. I think that's a really good idea. <laughs> me and you can I guess. mean, I had to explain who Don Bradman was to you the other day, didn't yeah. I? Uh, well, I
1: still the, don't really know the greatest, who he is. He's the greatest
2: sportsman in of, any sp- mm. of any sport? Of any sport in history, mm, I would possibly. say. Wow. He's that much better than everyone else at his
3: sport, that <laughs> it probably makes him are the, best sure of the best. you sure he wasn't just yeah.
1: playing at a time when it wasn't? That no serious? Was it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah.
3: Before no. people, before the cricketers just were juicing, a, he <laughs> yeah. just had a huge bat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have a lot of uh, a lot of uh, HGH like steroid troubles in, in cricket? cricket. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a
3: big steroid sport. It's one of those sports one of those brilliant rare sports where you can be a smoker and still be <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, you can, like darts are bowling. You can darts eat a pie during advantage. the game right. and still and still function. Darts and a pie, and it's actually beer is performance enhancing in darts, mm-hmm, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: mm-hmm. what fill the power tail. Um well I don't know anything about cricket. But I don't suppose you need to know anything about it's a game, isn't it? Like, I'm just really good at games. So Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big gamer, but
2: I know lots about cricket, so we could we make a good you combo. You could do the strategy, you could yeah. pick the team. I think Perfect. it's a really good idea. You could though.
0: be the manager, yeah. Should we do it? But you have to hug your players.
2: It'll you be our, first, to... it'll no, be our just, first. I want to
1: hit a ball really hard. That's all I want I don't want to catch or anything like that.
2: It'll be our first ever IGN video that gets zero
3: views. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it. Which, for that no, reason alone, no, it's no, worth you, doing. You know that it's not our first. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can um, start with this and then do a World C- Cup tournament in the summer.
1: Yeah. You, yeah. Are you, in the, you in guys US? in the World Cup? Uh,
3: yeah.
0: We pretend to be okay. when the Americans are in the running. But... Do you
1: care about soccer?
0: No, I don't like soccer. I'm not a big sports person. That's like saying you don't like life.
2: It's not like that at all. There's
0: there's lots of other things in my life. I have football is life. I have a family. I have video games. Football's better than children. I draw. (laughs) I take long walks. What do you draw on your uh, on your city with lots of little steps up and down?
2: But we we we're in the midst of our international summit.
0: We should talk about the World Cup and get everyone involved in this. Here's the thing, so, like, we showed up and we thought it would be all about games, but no, Like, there's the crisis in Crimea, and there's the Malaysian flight. It's like, like a very politically awesome time yeah. To, yeah. to be in a sort of <laughs> United God. Nations you, you, of gaming. Yeah, we started going,
3: should we do the website? Actually, we could just sort out all this other shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is on those guys. Yeah. <laughs> so what, are we doing it or not? I can't even remember. Uh, probably, get around to it.
1: There you yes. Go. I'm saying yes. I think we should do. So talking We've about games. Yeah. Talking about games that are coming out this week, well, actually, there aren't that many. Um, if you've got a Vita or a PS3, Invisimals, the next version of Invisibles, is that?
0: I don't think that's a word. Uh,
1: well, it's made up by Sony. Okay. Um, it's basically uh, an a augmented reality pet game. So I see. One for the kids. Yeah. Better on Vita, because obviously the Vita has the camera built in. There's a TV show as well, uh, I believe there's so, all yeah. all sorts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, You can yeah. take a picture. It came out, uh, the, the earliest version of this came out a long, long time ago. I think you can pause the TV
3: show when there's a character on screen and then take a picture of it using your Vita and then that character appears in the game. Right.
1: What?
0: What? <laughs> Sell it to Facebook for $2 billion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Are> Mind <laughs> <you know that? laughs> <that's> <laughs> Um
1: But I don't think it's fair to say it's not really our kind of bag here on IGN. Mm-hmm. Sure. You, um, don't, you
0: don't like to take care of things. We know that.
1: No. Okay. Well, I, I struggle with myself, let alone anybody else. So. <laughs> um, also out, Professor Layton versus Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, which you know a little bit about, um, paper, right? Yeah, like
3: I've, I previewed it a little bit. Um, I think each series lose some, loses something in the mashup. So right. certain systems, certain things you like about each series is kind of lost in the mix. But the writing is charming and brilliant and funny. See the draw
0: for me would be Professor Layton. I don't care as much about Phoenix Wright. Mm. So.
1: Yeah, but that's just by a Professor Layton game, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't need the mashup. Yeah. But we gave it a seven point eight on IGN. Uh, better uh, movies coming out this week, though. Yeah, two two reasonably big
2: movies: uh, Captain America and Muppets. And for is once that,
1: is that the first movie? Cuz that movie
2: amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they both lose something in the mashup. <laughs> sure. The ride's great. Um, and for once I've actually seen both movies. Okay, let's no, start with the Muppets. Out, out. Start uh, with the Muppets. I
1: loved the the reboot of the Muppets yeah. what, two mm-hmm. years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This as good or not? Not
2: quite as good. Right. I would say. It's and more I'm like a huge a traditional Muppets fan. There's something about it that's not right. I mean, it's funny, uh, the story's okay, the songs are good, there's some really good cameos in this one, but something about it doesn't hold together. There
3: was a warmth to that for, to, to that reboot yeah. that's not quite there in this then one. There's a self-awareness in the reboot that yeah. the Muppets aren't a big deal anymore and the movie was about making them a big deal, yeah. whereas this just seems like they've gone straight into a script that could have been around 15, 20 years ago, really
0: well it's like the great Muppet caper right like it's yeah. not yeah. It's
3: suddenly it's not about them existing as, as performers yeah, and yeah, yeah, they're yeah. trying to make yeah. it It's have almost yeah. gone back into what they've always done which yeah. Yeah. T- Tina Fey's
2: yeah. great Ricky yeah. Gervais gets some good laughs mm-hmm. and there's a couple of great cameos in the prison in the gulag I think
3: mm-hmm. yeah they're really
2: really play kids <laughs> yeah no they're, they're for <laughs> us Two tough guys. That it's not Jasper Carrot, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Robert Powell. <laughs> and Jim Bowen. Um, I can, we gave it an 8 out of 10, though, and would you like to hear the verdict from IGN? Go on, then. Go. Muppets Most Wanted is a fun, joyful film that once more reminds us why the Muppets are so wonderful. The human stars are clearly having a blast, and with great jokes and incredibly catchy songs, Kermit and the gang again show why they're such enduringly lovable characters.
3: That's too long for a tweet. <laughs> uh, is that the tweet thing that you can click on the bottom of the page? No, too long. it's That's the too long. verdict. It.
2: It's the verdict. So yeah, it's good, but yeah. to be honest, you don't need to see this one on the big screen. I don't think. Okay. And then Captain America and the Muppets, <laughs> the Muppets, <laughs> and the Winter Soldier. Uh, Croops, why don't
3: you take it away with that one? Um, we were talking about the other night that Captain America isn't perhaps the most interesting character in the modern To universe. you? To you? To to me. Uh, No, but he's the guy who wants to be a hero, and then he became a hero, so it all kind of worked out for him, apart from everyone else dying.
1: That's the American dream, Uh, right?
3: That's the American dream. But what they've done is they've put him in the kind of a conspiracy thriller, the kind of Robert Redford movies in the 1970s, Mm. uh, Three Days of the Condor, Parallax View, all those kind of movies. So he's in a more interesting situation, Mm. and in a situation where everyone is deceitful and untrustworthy, he's like the moral centre that you can hold on to. And, and equally... And he also, he's a superhero in it. Like, the stuff he does in the movies, incredible. Like, it's not like he, he's an Olympic-level athlete. They make him more superheroic. heroic. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: And, and I agree with Dan. I, I, think, I think he's a bit of a bland character. So what they've done is they've made the movie a three-hander. It's Black Widow, Nick Fury, and him. Yeah. It really is all three it's characters. Really and, so, it's an ensemble and, and they're more interesting
3: people. Mm-hmm. I was so keen on the Falcon. I just think. No.
2: But, I guess yeah, he's kind of, hes not in it that much, really, is he? He's kind of introduced, yeah, midway through, and gets a couple of couple of scenes.
0: See, for me, the real potential in something like Captain America is the same thing with Superman, right? Like, even though the powers are sort of uh, problematic, mm. it's the intersection of, of sort of the idealism with the world that he and that's re- Yeah, that I think uh, has real potential for drama for that character. It wasn't no, obviously, it, but, but a, equally with with
2: with uh, Superman, he gets yeah. the Clark Kent persona whereas right. Captain America doesn't get to do that way uh, yeah a superhero doesn't need a Clark Kent uh, makes Superman more interesting yeah. whereas Captain America can only be this Goody Two
0: Shoes. Well and that's what I liked about the first half of the original Captain America movie is sort of like him kind of struggling to come to terms with what he believed about Mm. the world and the world he was actually in. And then the second half of the movie got rid of all of that. That's a big part of this film as well, isn't it?
3: Obviously there's a lot of stuff that's happened, a lot of topical stuff in the news with America, Edward Snowden, all that kind of stuff they are filtering into this movie in Mm. a big way, touching on it all the time. Yeah. And also it's a really good plot and stuff that ha- it's n- it doesn't feel like an incidental movie before mm-hmm. the Avengers it feels like stuff that happens in this movie is going to have major ramifications for every other Marvel movie yeah we so can't it's like we, you need to see it we can't
2: talk
1: stuff happens, yeah but. we
2: can't talk about this here yeah. we're, we're going to do the superhero show spoiler cast on it all but, but I think what we can say is it's a huge game changer mm-hmm. for the universe
3: wow. yeah.
2: everything will have to change now
3: and some great easter eggs so, yeah. Some good Easter eggs. Out so yeah, we've given that a Start nine America out of ten. Like two
1: weeks. So, it's so yeah. yeah,
3: do you
0: want to go see it with me? Daniel and I are going after this podcast.
1: Uh, well, I think we're actually we've got some work to do. Oh
0: well, okay. I
3: we'll we'll an, tell you all about <laughs> it. I haven't. I'll come.
1: But i was totally going to see it again.
3: I only saw it last week, so
1: that's a good sign. Yeah. So if you're going to do one thing this weekend, <clears throat> go see Captain America. Yeah. Agreed. What if you're going to
2: do things? And if you play one thing this weekend,
1: I'd still be playing Ground Zeroes. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's it for this week's podcast pretty much thank you Steve thank for coming you're yeah. welcome
0: I'll see you next year
1: well, you might not be come back on the podcast I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> it's been nice but not that okay. nice and, I understand what, I may have
0: overshadowed watch you out, watch out for those little steps <laughs> yeah it's crazy everywhere you go and you have to push buttons to get out of doors here <laughs> I don't know what's going on with your it's country it's just in the office it's, it's not just,
1: every door it's a lot of doors Okay. I don't know how to respond to that or, or the podcast. I'm not asking just you to I'm just, just expressing it. an opinion why don't we press a button to finish this podcast sounds <laughs> I have a button
0: I have